0: This is Tiffany Lively. And this is Doug Lively from Invicta Entertainment. You are listening to On Face Edge with Joe Taylor. And I do
1: believe that this film and the song can begin that conversation of, hey, this is happening, this is true. Um, It is a true story, the film, that is. And uh, what can we do as a result to um, create awareness, to, to rise above it,
0: Thank you to Doug and Tiffany Lively for the introduction. Doug and Tiffany are releasing a really interesting documentary called Identity Project, where they traveled across the country asking, what is your identity in Jesus Christ? You can hear our conversation at onfaithsedge.com slash 71. That's onfaithsedge.com slash 71. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the 72nd episode of On Faith's Edge. My name is Joe Taylor, recovering atheist and your servant, in Jesus Christ. This is your place to hear conversations about God and living a life of faith in Jesus Christ. Wow, today I have a fantastic conversation. I speak with multi-grammy and dove award winner Joel Smallbone about the new movie Priceless, just released on Blu-ray and DVD. If you don't know the name Joel Smallbone, I'll bet you know his group. Joel is the front man of the multi-grammy and dove award winning group for King and Country. Along with his brother, Luke, for King and Country has sold nearly 1 million albums and a U.S. tour. I've seen this tour, and it is fantastic. These guys put on an amazing show. Musically, phenomenal. Uh, visually, the show is out of this world. If you get a chance to go see Four King and Country live, you will not regret it. Absolutely fantastic. In the movie Priceless, Joel makes his big screen acting debut in a feature film, and this subject matter is something he's long felt passionate and committed to. And you can tell in the conversation that he is passionate about this subject, and it is very, very important to him. The movie Priceless is inspired by true events. Priceless is a powerful drama and thriller about James Stevens, who was at one time a good man with a great life. But that was then, and this is now. After the tragic death of his wife and losing custody of his little girl, James is at the darkest crossroads of his life. Angry, desperate, and unable to hold a steady job, he agrees to drive a box truck on a shady, one-time trip cross-country for cash. No questions asked. But when he discovers what he is delivering is actually who he is delivering, he is compelled to save two beautiful and frightened sisters who are unaware of the danger that awaits them during this conversation we of course talk about the priceless movie we talk what we ask why this movie and this subject is important to the Smallbone family why are people starving for the message priceless brings we uh, speak of the reality of human trafficking and the priceless movement and how you can get involved let's listen to the trailer and then we'll go straight into the conversation
1: we're all on a journey but it seems somewhere along the way i Took her own turn. And then it happened. And I never even saw it coming. Did I fail? Did I do what needed to be done? Hey the the girls, where are you taking? It's not them? your problem.
0: If you're hearing a little voice that's telling you to stay, you might want to listen to that voice. I
1: want to shut this thing down.
0: I see you in How could you just leave us?
1: You have to trust me. That word is broken for you.
0: I'm going to make this right. Oh, so Congratulations on the uh, Grammy Awards and the Dove Awards. Two mm. Grammys, four Dove Awards. hmm Joe, this uh, really must be an exciting time for you and your band and your family. It's about time someone in your family has some success in the music business, huh?
1: <laughs> you're, you're, you're very kind. And uh, yes, we, we do stand on the shoulders of giants, though. I, I will say in many ways, Luke and I and for King & Country are a, a legacy band of our older sister, who you know, Joe, um, Rebecca and James. Uh, we kind of we traveled with her growing up and that's really where we fell in love with music and learned the craft and the art of it for sure.
0: We all owe our, owe our, our uh, success to uh, those that came before us. I, I got to tell you something, Joel, yeah. I saw for King and country uh, a few years back in Cincinnati. And I think you opened up for the Newsboys at the time. What that's f- right. Yeah. What a fantastic show, man. I've probably been to a dozens of concerts in my life and, uh, I'll, I'll I'll share this with you. I've only bought two albums on the spot at a concert. the The first one was Iron Maiden's "Peace of Mind" back in the '80s. <laughs> yeah, and the other one was for King and Country's "Crave." So, there you go wow what a
1: high on and that's a that's a long distance as well between album purchases by the way there's a few decades tucked away in there somewhere.
0: absolutely man absolutely well maybe we can have you back on the on the show to talk about the success for of for king and country and and uh your faith a little bit but but today i really want to talk about the movie priceless which is just being released on blu-ray and dvd this week this is valentine's week uh it's mm-hmm. being released this week and what an exciting time uh for you priceless has had fan- had fantastic release numbers for an independent film without giving too much away tell us about the movie priceless and and uh what uh what folks can expect from the movie
1: yeah well it's it's certainly been a labor of love um for luke and i we've been very heavily involved he was one of the producers on the film and I was actually fortunate enough to be one of the actors in the film, Joe. I, I uh I play an American so I had to lose the Aussie twang, if you will. Uh but I he's a very my character's a very normal bloke by the name of James Stevens. He's just struck with extreme tragedy. He lost his wife in an accident and uh kind of derailed after that. Uh, and as a result, his daughter was taken from him by protective services, and the film really picks up in this desperate, dark moment for him of him trying to get his life back on the track, and his, a friend of his comes and says, hey, I got a transportation job for you, just to drive a truck straight through, no questions asked, for cash, and against his better judgment in many ways, James agrees to do it, and uh, midway through the trip, he finds out to his horror that it's not what he's transporting, but who that is two young ladies, two sisters in the back of his truck. And so he invites them into the cab and the rest of the road trip unfolds with the three of them together. And he, he kind of believes that they're, or they've told him that they're coming to be a maid and a waitress and he takes them at their word and is very much drawn to the elder of the two sisters, her strength and resolve and, and character. But no sooner than that, um, they get to the drop-off point and he realizes incidentally and accidentally that he has sold them into slavery. Um, and uh, so he, he at that point, not to give too much away, but becomes a bit of a vigilante. He partners with a hotel owner by the name of uh, Dale, played by David Koepner from Anchor Man and The Office. And, and, and uh, the heartbeat of the film really unfolds in that time trying to it's a rescue mission in a sense. And, and, and the story as a whole is, is, is a love story but between a man and a woman, between um, a father and a daughter, between two sisters in this kind of dramatic, tragic, really, scenario.
0: Why this subject matter, Joel? Why at this time and, and why the why the Smallbone family?
1: Mm. Well, going back to probably about five years to the beginning of the band. Luke and I had just uh, started traveling and simultaneously he had gotten married to his now wife. And I met my now wife, uh, Mariah, at his wedding. She was, uh, she really had no right to be there. She was sort of a wedding crasher of sorts. She was brought as a friend plus one with the intent uh, to introduce her to me and, and vice versa. And it worked. And so and naturally, as we started doing shows, Luke and I, this idea of love and romance, and commitment, to relationships was very keen on our hearts and minds. And so we took it upon ourselves just to stand on that stage and share a simple message, really, of uh, charging us as men to be chivalrous in how we love and celebrating a woman's worth. And uh, it was exciting, but I got to tell you, Joe, it was almost alarming to see the response from people. Um, almost like they were starving f- for this message, particularly our generation. One of the tangible things we did was we, we and still do. We brought over a load of Australian one-cent coins. And we framed them and we made necklaces out of them and we called it the priceless necklace. And to date, I think we've seen upwards of half a million men and women, boys and girls over the last few years grab one of these necklaces or the bracelet and, and rally around this cause. So it was in, in that time that we went to our brother, Ben, who's a filmmaker. And we said, Hey man, we really feel like there's a story that needs to be told here. Um, What about kind of taking this message to the silver screen? And his eyes lit up and he recalled a documentary that he'd worked on a few years prior. That was a true story and it always stuck with him. And so we kind of pulled inspiration from that story. We married it to this priceless message and long story, very short from that moment to writing the script, to production of the film and now to uh, the theatrical release and to it being available now on DVD and blu-ray and digitally we've been a part of every piece of the puzzle and a part of the journey and it's just been been lots of highs and lots of lows but a remarkable one at that
0: you said something very interesting Joel you said that people are starving for this message and that's what you found mm. when you when you kicked off this mo this movement. Why are people starving for this message? What do you think it is? It's an interesting time
1: that we face, isn't it? You, you, we are, we have more multimedia, um, more information accessible to us. Now, more images, more videos than we ever have in the history of the world. I mean, literally it's in, and it's in the palm of our hand. And, um, Naturally, as well, uh, accompanied to that, uh, sensuality and sexuality is such a strong component of the human race and something that is built into every single one of us and something that is appealing to every single one of us. And uh, so uh, in this time, we have leaned on that. Uh, I feel like with music, with multimedia, with, with celebrity, we have leaned on this idea that sex sells. And it has and it does, but at the same time, it can't help but change a little bit of our our ideology. So for men, um, pornography is is a rampant issue. Um, The the sex trade, human trafficking is, if it continues trending the way it is, will overtake the drug trade in in the next few years as the largest illegal industry in the world. and it's i do believe it's because when you look at that image when you when you watch that film it's shifting our mindset and even science i feel like is and statistics are backing this up that it's changing the way men perceive women um, and we are we are beginning i believe to objectify a woman in in a way that is unprecedented and uh, so it can't help but change and and the, the frightening thing is joe it's it's shifting our relationships. It's attacking the very thing that is um, almost the fabric of our humanity, and that's the strength of, of the family. Uh, and, and it's doing it in a dark, manipulative, frightening, subtle sort
0: of way. So you, uh, you were you came from a Christian family. Um, you're, mm. uh, you grew up a Christian uh, as, as Christians. Is that right, Joel?
1: We did. Yeah. In, in, in Australia, in a, in a country that is very post religious in many ways, but we were very fortunate to grow up in a family of faith and a, and a heritage of faith.
0: And, and, uh, you know, we, we won't go too far down that path because I'd like to invite you back on the show to talk about the talk about your personal faith and, and maybe some of the, some of the struggles and victories that you have in faith, but, but your faith has shaped, has shaped your, your path in life, of course, what is it about what is it about your faith that uh, that brings us to the ideas of chivalry and the ideas of romance because mm. let's face it i mean the the truth is uh christian men uh, i've seen christian men in the world and chivalry and romance are not many of their fortes <laughs> many of our fortes let's let's, mm. let's just put it that way um, how has this how has your how is your faith or your family life really, really brought you to this focus of chivalry and romance.
1: In some ways it's probably hard to, you know, strike the nail squarely on the head mm-hmm. in answering that because I, this is the only reality I've known. Um, my parents raised seven kids together. They've loved each other for 40 odd years. And the only time I ever saw my father, sort of in a rage growing up was if we had disrespected in some way, shape or form our mother, or he had felt like we had. And so it was modeled for us most certainly. Um, And I think the intersection of spirituality and physicality is something that we often divide off. Like, Hey, you know, here's my spiritual life. Here's my, here's my physical life. And they're two sort of different things that they don't sort of intersect. So, and my understanding, the further I get on in this whole thing, is, is this spiritual life and the physical life, whether we choose to admit it or not, are tied together. Every physical act and every spiritual act are, are sort of, they, they help each other or they hurt each other. And relationships and sexuality is no different. I think sex is a very spiritual, bonding, beautiful act and a powerful one arguably one of the most powerful acts that human beings can take part in, but with any power there is one a responsibility with it and there's two uh, the greater ability for this great power to be abused. I mean, I believe we were all created fearfully and wonderfully I believe we're all unique, I believe we're all image bearers of God and as a result I believe that Every woman and every man um, is uh, has an opportunity to to stand up to to love extraordinarily. But I think it's a war, man. I, I really do. And and I think the more we can do, particularly as men, the more we can do to step up and stand out and wave the flag and say, "Hey, count me in, man. I'm far from perfect, Joe. I, I, I really am. I'm not saying that just to be." pious, but I am I am trying to work this out just like the next guy. Uh, but we've remained silent as men too long. And uh, I was even proud um, just yesterday, the day before, of, of Ashton Kutcher standing up in front of, se- of the Senate talking about the realities of, of, of human trafficking. And uh, if we choose to ignore this, I believe it's the epidemic of our age. There are there are more women, there are more people enslaved in general than there ever have been in the history of the world. And by and large, they're women. Two thirds are women. And um it's it's up to us men to to raise the flag
0: and say, Not on my watch, not in my generation. I'm gonna do something about this. And that's what that's that's what we can do. We can make that statement, we can make that stand and say, you know what? Not in this time, not on my watch. Mm-hmm. I love that, Joel, not on my watch. Uh, this isn't going to happen here. And do you think that the Priceless movie, Ashton Kutcher's uh, comments and some of the other stuff we've seen, do you think that as a society, we're waking up to this and we really are in a war and the battle lines are being drawn? Well, particularly in a
1: time, Joe, where there seems like there's not a lot we can agree on you know, <laughs> uh, politically, socially, <laughs> it seems as though everyone is picking sides. But if there is one thing we can't agree on, it's that we can agree on the power of, the, of family. We can agree on the fact that love will triumph hate. And we can agree on the fact that every human being and every woman is indelible, indelibly by the grace of God and the nature of God is priceless and deserves to be treated like such. And it's funny, if we, I feel like if we were able to really harness this, then I do think it can change culture. I do think it can change ideology. I do think it can change relationship. I do think it can break addictions and shame in, that a lot of us men particularly carry around because of this powerful thing, our sexuality that has been shifted into um, a, a great weakness um, and, and a great addiction in some ways for a lot of us.
0: The priceless movie is. There's a the priceless movie. There is the priceless book now. Um, this has become a movement, the priceless movement, and I think you've alluded to that during our conversation. This rises above the the noise of Hollywood and its portrayal of what a love story looks like. Uh, how 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 do we proceed with this priceless movement, Joel?
1: I think there's two hopes for for us, and I think. Uh, we- Luke and I in the band and even the film, we feel like we're just spokes on the wheel of this greater message that is the priceless movement, as you called it. But one, the hope is with the song and with the film and even these conversations that we do look inward. And as men, particularly, we ask ourselves, hey, are we predicating this issue? Are we promoting it by the way we're interacting with women, by the things we're looking at and the things we're feeding ourselves um, entertainment wise? Or are we fighting against it? Or are we just doing nothing? And then secondly, I think there's a great question socially. What are we doing? Um, What conversations are we having? Or are we just turning a blind eye? And as the famous saying goes, evil prevails when good men do nothing. And um, the fact of the matter is this industry, let's just take the, the, the human trafficking industry, for instance. It is like any thriving business. It is supply and demand. You get rid of the demand, which is by and large men, and the supply diminishes. And uh, so it's, it's a charge, um, most certainly, for us to look inward and then to look outward socially and ask ourselves the great question of how can we champion this? What can we do? to raise awareness and to begin a conversation and to hold each other accountable, to know what we're looking for even. and I'm, I'm reminded of um, an article I read just a few days ago that airlines are starting to uh, encourage uh, protocol for their flight attendants to know what to look for um, when it comes to a young lady being trafficked against her will. Um, these sorts of things, <laughs> it's, it is time, and I, I do. I'm hopeful, Joe. I believe that. I believe that things are changing, and I believe that the conversation is being had, which is so thrilling uh, to be a part of.
0: How do you hope people are changed after seeing this movie?
1: I hope they're inspired. I really do. I hope there's a greater knowledge, particularly for women. Um, I heard a story just recently about a a mother and, and her two daughters, and they, they went to a restaurant. And the mother noticed um, this gentleman that was sort of kind of eyeing them and sitting a bit close, and he was on his own. And then they went to the shopping center, to the mall after that, and she noticed that he was there again. And then even as they walked out to the car, she saw him once more kind of keeping a distance but but eyeing them And she turned to her two, she was horrified, as you can imagine, and she turned to her two daughters, teenage daughters in the car, and she said, did you see that? And they both looked at her 100% oblivious and said, we don't know what you're talking about. And that's part of the danger is the conversation is not being had. And I do believe that this film and the song can begin that conversation of, hey, this is happening, this is true, um, it is a true story, the film that is, and, uh, what can we do as a result to, um, create awareness to, to rise above it and, uh, to know when something is taking place and to call it for what it is and to step in.
0: Well, the band is for King and country. The movie is priceless. And, uh, as far as I'm concerned, one of the most important movies of the year. Joel, before we go, how can we get more involved in the Priceless Movement?
1: Well, appropriately, you can go to pricelessmovement.com, which is actually sort of the call to action at the end of the film, and you will find a load of resources, companies you can partner with, ways to get plugged in, places to even donate money um, to help alleviate this. And then uh, you can can, uh, partner with us as well as the band um our social platforms are just our name for king and country all spelt out and uh we will you have our word joe we will continue to um carry this mantra on um as long as the band is around
0: joel thank you for your music brother uh thank you for this movie thank you so much for coming on we appreciate you
1: great to be with you my friend
0: god bless brother Priceless is available on Blu-ray and DVD at Amazon.com. You can find more about the Priceless Movement at PricelessMovement.com. These links, as well as all the other links, can be found in today's show notes at OnFaithsEdge.com 72. That's OnFaithsEdge.com 72. If you suspect human trafficking, contact the National Human Trafficking Resource Center 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Toll free, 888 373 7888. Again, that's 888 373 7888. Or you can text help or info to 233 733. Again, that's help. Text help or info to 233 733. Well, that'll wrap up today's show. Thank you to Joel Smallbone for being with us today and a fantastic conversation. And thank you for listening. You mean a lot to me and you mean a lot to the show. Remember, God is real. He loves you, and so do I. God bless. Thank you for listening to On Faith's Edge. You can subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher Internet Radio, or your favorite podcast app on Android, Apple, or Windows devices. To reach out to Joe or leave comments about the show, visit onfaithsedge.com you're important to us and we would love to hear from you